I've confronted hundreds of men over two decades. I have been in television for 24 years. I just came to get something to eat. And I have very seldom been at a loss for words. I just came to get something to eat. Men online looking for children to sexually assault. What's the motive here? It's, Explain it to me. I don't no, know you're right. No, you're right. It's stupid. It's, it's not. It's an no. illegal thing. Yeah, I know. I did a stupid thing. Men from all walks of life. A doctor. A teacher. A clergyman. You sent pornographic pictures through the mail. Okay, that's a federal offense right there. You know I'm in trouble, and I know I'm in trouble. I tried to get into their heads and understand why. Who do we have tonight? Uh, I, I want to know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. Can I eat first? Sure, go ahead. Let's see if any of this sounds familiar while you enjoy your pizza. And ultimately, make sure they face justice. You ask her if she's a virgin. I ask everybody all kinds of stuff. It's just talk. You ask her if she's horny. What's wrong with that? You ask if she does anal. It's a question. Question. Who are they? Have they tried to prey on other children? And where are they now? These are the predators I've caught. I'm Chris Hansen. Predators are, by definition, deceiving. Their job is to trick people into giving them something they shouldn't have. They prey upon the vulnerable. They have a sixth sense in terms of finding the vulnerable. And they know where to look for the vulnerable. And while he may not be one of the predators who spent the most time in prison, faced the most severe sentence, I would argue that Rob Klein was among the most dangerous of predators. Hear me out on this. Rob Klein was 20 when he surfaced in our investigation in Greenville, Ohio, Dark County, Ohio not too far from Dayton, Ohio. We called him the baby-faced predator. And if you remember Rob Klein, he looked younger than his 20 years would normally suggest. He was only about five feet tall, slender, maybe 100 pounds. He had served in the military, was then in the military reserve. This was early spring of 2006. We were working with the Dark County Sheriff's Department in Ohio, very professional. And we were working with Perverted Justice, the online watchdog group. We did not have an in-person decoy on site. This is the first time we did a small town predator investigation. The house was big and beautiful, but in a rural area, it was a little hard to find. I've mentioned this before, but word seemed to have leaked out locally in Greenville, and a lot of people who had initially agreed to show up to meet a child, a boy or girl for sex, backed out. We still had 18 men surfacing the investigation. We had a teacher. We had military guys. Characters 
I'll never forget. Including Rob Klein, who I mentioned was 20 when he surfaced in our investigation. Now, Klein had a very graphic conversation with a decoy posing as a 13-year-old girl, shy Shia girl. There was no doubt, and he admits this to me, and he admits this to the detectives who interview him after his arrest, that he he thought he was talking to a 13-year-old girl. And as you'll hear when I get into the transcripts, it's not the first time he had befriended a 13-year-old girl online. And it was almost as if he thought this was okay because he looked young. He really was baby-faced. But it's not okay, as we know, for a lot of reasons. I truly believe, based upon the chat, based upon the fact that he showed up and he has a cockamamie excuse as to why he's there, you'll hear that in just a few moments. But he was going to have sex with this girl. I'm convinced. And here's why. Air Klein 05, that was his screen name, meets this girl, shy Shia girl, one evening about 8 p.m. Hey there, want to chat? Okay, she says, what's up? ASL, not much, 20, male. You? 13, Ohio. You're not in Ohio? Yeah, I'm in Toledo, he says. Okay. You from Ohio, I take it, he says. Yeah, I said that, LOL. Oh, my bad, LOL. And this continues for a little bit in an innocent way, as innocent as it could be for a 20-year-old to be talking to a 13-year-old online. There's some chit-chat. She says she likes to hang out with friends, likes music and sports. He says he's about ready to start college at a small school in Toledo, Ohio. Later, they'll be talking of the fact that he was in the military in Texas. Army. They add each other's friends. He says, wow, exciting, a new friend, LOL. Shy Shia girl says, yay. So what do you want to talk about? This is the grooming starting. I don't know, whatever is cool with me. Well, you can get to know me more. Feel free to ask me anything. I have a girlfriend. Anything else you want to know? LOL, just ask. I don't got a boyfriend, she says. Well, sorry to hear that. You mean they're not all over you and your beauty, LOL? LOL, I only had one boyfriend before. Did that last long? Now he's going to tee this up and open the door towards a sexual conversation. He says he's skinny, about 130 pounds. Maybe. She says she's 5'1 and 90 pounds. Cool, cool. So you just turned 13? Yeah. Sweet. A teenager, LOL. He says, LOL, she says. Yeah, I know a 13-year-old girl from Cleveland that only talks about how much she wants me. Wait, this is just literally five minutes into the conversation and he's telling a 13-year-old girl that he knows another 13-year-old girl and he's irritated because she tells him she's in love with him, how much she wants him. Does he really know a 13-year-old girl? We'll find out. 
LOL, she says. I guess you don't like her. No, she's cool at all. I don't know. Not like that. I have a girlfriend. Now, this girlfriend talk will disappear as we move on through weeks worth of chats. And then he gets into it. Why? Would you get with a 20-year-old guy? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if the time was right and you were both free or a wild ride on each other, LOL, he says. Joking. So now he's introduced the idea of her at 13 having sex with a 20-year-old. A wild ride on each other, LOL. Oh my God, you're funny, she says. Yeah, I try to be. Now he's opened the door. And soon he's going to walk through it. She pretends to think that he's talking about having a three-way and says that would be weird. He says, oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. And clarifies that he's just talking about one-on-one sex with her. And then he wants to know, you're sure you're okay with talking sex and stuff with a 20-year-old guy? Yeah, I don't care if you don't, she says. No, I don't. I just wanted to make sure you were okay with it. Like this makes it all right. Do you really like kissing and stuff or more? A little more. So, um, you ever do anything with anyone? I never did it all the way, she says, but I messed around. Really? Like kissing and stuff or more? A little more. E. LOL. So you've given head or been eaten? (laughs) Yeah. Both? That's cool. You play with yourself? No, she says. Joking. I see this a lot. They say JK joking as if, okay, it didn't mean anything. That's not how the police see it. More about this predator I've caught in a moment. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solution, there's really no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or how small. You can't always find the answer on your own. If you reach out to BetterHelp, you can find the solution. A therapist can lead you in the right direction. You can feel less stressed, more confident. BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime you want. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Hanson today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Hanson. There's talk about her being a virgin. She asks if he is. Not a virgin, but not a sex freak who needs it all the time either, he says. Okay, cool. Actually, that 13-year-old I told you about had me meet her. Hmm. Oh, that's cool, she says. Yeah, we just hung out, but yeah, she, she defines obsessed. LOL. Yuck, that's kind of scary, she says. Yeah, it is for me. She's always like, I love you and stuff. I just ignore it. Now, did he really meet a 13-year-old girl or was he just saying this to get her to feel more comfortable with this grooming? Talking about that 
other 13-year-old girl. He says, yeah, she told me she wanted me to make out with her, eat her out, and eat out her butt. Did you do it, she asks? Um, no. Why, you thought I did? I don't know, I was just asking, sorry. Well, what if I did, LOL? Joking, joking. No, I did not. The butt part, anyway. So did you do other stuff? Yeah, I did. So he's admitting sex with a 13-year-old room. Is that okay? I sicken you? Sickens me. Um, what's wrong with that? No, I mean, I don't think you're weird, she says. Nothing. Just wondering how you felt. Okay. Then there's talk of him actually taking this girl, shy Shia girl, to Texas. He's going to go down there and meet some of his old army friends. And he wants to take a 13-year-old girl with him. They don't make a plan, but there's a plan in the works, all right. A couple days go by. Yeah, that 13-year-old I told you about was just talking to me a while ago. Oh? Yeah, she's still crazy, he says. He says he's going to not talk to her anymore so he can focus on shy Shia. And he introduces the idea now of him coming to visit and he's going to show some anxiousness and some nervousness about this as this conversation moves on. But he starts to become committed to the idea. Probing still. But we could just hang out if you want. I don't know. I like to do stuff, lol. We can do that. What, hug? Other things, lol. Oh, really, he says. Well, like what? Or will I just find out? I don't know. What do you like to do? And I tell you if I like it too. Well, anything, I guess he says. LOL, like what? Anything. Just use your imagination. If you don't like something, just say so. I like to kiss and hug, cuddle. He says, Me too. I like that stuff lots. I think I'm a good kisser. I like to do foreplay, he says. Kissing all over and stuff. Yeah, I like that too. That feels good, she says. I like licking and eating out. Getting head and, well, sex, but... We don't have to do all that if you don't want to. The line's been crossed and he's not going back. We can do that, she said. I heard it hurts, though, a little bit. Yeah, it does, but it feels good, too, lol. Yeah, lol? So I meet you at your house, he says. You're going to tell me what time, but where exactly is your house? I'll tell you my Addie address when I know for sure the time. Cool? Yeah, that's cool, he says. He says, I'll dream about you naked to soothe me. I can't wait until we hang out. Then he says, so you want this old guy doing you in your house, on your bed, wherever? LOL. LOL, you're not old. Okay, you want this young man doing you in your house, wherever? You tell me. LOL, yeah. So how much time do you think we would be alone? I don't know, like four hours? for hours. Well, I guess we'll see what happens, lol. He says he's busy that Friday. He introduces the idea of having webcams, but she says she doesn't have one, but promises that he'll be doing things in person very soon, unless you don't want me licking all over your body and your nipples and your crotch, he says. Um, it's cool with me, she says. Lol, I thought it would be. So in four days, 
the countdown has begun. Well, I'm kind of excited. Okay, more than excited, LOL, he says. I'll dream about you naked to soothe me. And then he seals the deal. Just talk about where her parents are going to be on a business trip. Her mom will be gone for sure. A discussion about how far away he is, Toledo to Greenville. He gives out his phone number. Still more sex talk. Some girls like it up the butt. Do you? Because I never have, he says. But didn't know if you have. I don't know, she says. I never did that before. Well, it mainly so you don't have to worry about pregnancy, LOL. Then he says, but I hear it hurts worse. Who knows, though, LOL. She says, LOL, I don't know. I, I think it would hurt. So when I get there, I go up the stairs and to the left, right? One naked 13-year-old girl waiting on me. LOL, yeah. With movies, LOL. You got a TV up there? Yeah. Sweet, DVD or VCR? DVD, even better, LOL. So we could be there a while. She says, you want me to cook for you? Well, if you want to, you don't have to. Okay, maybe we just snack around, LOL. I'm not a good cook. What, I'm sure you are. Want me to cook for you, he says, LOL. If you want, she says. That's not really what's on the menu here, though. Let's talk of bringing condoms. So you like to French kiss? Yes, do you? Yes. You know, I've never been in a shower with someone before, he says. Me either, LOL. Maybe we could. Yeah, if you want to. You going to wash me, she says. Well, after I lick all over you, wouldn't you want me to? Yeah, that's true. So you never slept with anyone before, he asks? No, I did just a BJ and stuff like that. Cool. We could experiment and see what you like. Yeah, I heard it feels real good. LOL. Yep, I'll be gentle, he says. Thanks, that's nice. You're going to have, like, condoms or something. Well, I could do that or just pull out or jerk off before. So you could give me head or jerk me off first. Then just wipe off and you're okay. Yeah, he's a doctor now. I'm scared to get pregnant, she says. Or that's why some people do it in the butt. Up to you, but I probably won't have condoms. And in fact, when he shows up, he doesn't have condoms. So this all continues until he says, I'm just worried we'll get caught. Hmm. Yeah, you should be. If what you've heard shocks you so far, join us back in a moment. There are many different kinds of internet predators. And if you're an honest person using the internet for legitimate reasons, you can still be targeted, even if you use incognito mode, because that doesn't hide your activity. It doesn't protect you. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear out your browsing history, your internet service provider can still use every single website you've ever visited for a lot of different things. And it's not like you're hiding something. It's just you need to protect yourself. And that's why even when I'm at home, I don't go online without using ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. It's helpful for me in investigative reporting. 
ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, even your smart TV, so there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Hanson, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N, expressvpn.com slash Hanson. Are you calling the cops on me, he asks. Joking, joking. No, she says. But he clearly knows... This is not just wrong. It's illegal. And then he drives up in his green Mustang, parks at our house. It's a pretty long walk up the sidewalk to the back entrance of the house. It's misty, rainy March in Ohio. He's wearing jeans and a striped shirt, leather jacket, military-style haircut fresh-faced, baby-faced, as I mentioned before. Here he comes. He doesn't hesitate. He doesn't look around. He just pulls his hand out of his pocket, opens the back door, and walks right on in. He says, hello. Hello? Hello? Hey, you're early. Let me finish getting right home at the bar for a second, and... I'm going to go and get ready. Okay. I'll be upstairs in the first bedroom, okay? Okay. Dell from Perverted Justice, is around the corner. A few stairs up the stairway. It's a basement living room situation. Family room, if you will. And he's a little nervous suddenly. She says, you're here early. You heard that. And he recoils for a minute, steps back towards the door. Doesn't turn towards the door, but just steps back. And after he hears her voice, he continues to move into the room. What are you going to do? I don't know. (laughs) Took me forever to find this place. It took me forever to find this place. But now he's comfortable. The plan is in motion. She's going to get ready, go into the bedroom, and he's going to chill at the bar. Or so he thinks. And that's when I walk out. Because he was antsy at the door, I didn't want to wait too long. He's standing at the bar. And I give him my signature line. How you doing? All right. Why don't you have a seat right there? And the first thing he says to me when I ask him what he's doing here makes absolutely no sense and it became one of those classic to catch a predator lines. I was actually just going to stop by here to let her know that I wasn't going to be here because I have to go meet with other people. I just stopped by to tell her I wasn't going to be here because I have to meet with other people. Wait a minute. You came by here to tell her that you weren't going to come here. Mm-hmm. You see why that doesn't make sense? No, that I wasn't going to be here for a while because I'm on my way somewhere else. I'm not buying his double talk. And as I look at him, it's striking how young he appears. 
he could probably pass for a younger teen, maybe 15, 16. And that's what makes him so dangerous. Because he is 20, he's a man. He shouldn't be taking advantage of 13-year-old girls online. But that's exactly what he was there to do. So would you like to watch a movie with me with your hand down my pants? Or just no pants? We could just be naked all day. How does that look, Rob? Terrible. And then I tell him who I am and what I'm doing there. I am Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. And all the cameras and the microphones come out. And surprisingly, doesn't get too flustered at this point. He continues to have a conversation with me. In fact, he reaches across the bar and shakes my hand like he's meeting me at a book signing or a speech or something. I didn't see anything wrong with making a new friend, but then it didn't. Yeah, but this isn't making a new friend. This is talking about having a 13 year old girl wait naked for you. But that's not what I wanted to do. And I thought long and hard about it. Uh, other things come up and that's not what I wanted to do. So you had this, you had this moral awakening. Yeah. So, so I, I say to him, you see why this is so hard to believe, right? He said, yeah. And then I say, why should I believe you? He says, exactly. Like he's helping me prove my point. And you decided that even after all this and all the explicit chat, you're not going to have sex with this girl. Right. Do you see why that is hard for me to believe? I can see why it's hard to believe. I can see myself why it's hard to believe. So why should I believe you? Exactly. The conversation ends and he doesn't get yet that he's going to be arrested. He thinks he's just been admonished by me. He's still processing the fact that this is going to be on TV. There's no indication that he had seen our previous investigations. This was our fourth. And he leaves. But he doesn't get very far. Sheriff's office, put your hands up in the air now. Put your hands up, throw away from my voice. Hey, that's good, how are you? All right. Uh, listen to me real quick, all right? Mm-hmm. You have the right to remain silent. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Anything you say can only be used against you in a court of law. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. The police take him into custody without incident, and he's brought down for questioning. The detectives aren't playing. They want to know if, when they go take a look at his computer, at his apartment, are they going to find child porn? His answer isn't clear. He says that he doesn't personally have any child porn, but he's found some on his computer because his brother uses it. And not just child porn, but bestiality. When we go seize your computer at the residence, is there going to be any pornographic material on there from juveniles or small children? As far as I know, no, but I have found before that my brother, I allow him to get on there at night, and he has put some of that on there mm-hmm. that I've had to delete before. So. Child porn? Uh, there's been one instance where I found some of that and some, uh, I don't know if it was like bestiality stuff or something, and mm-hmm. I had to delete that, but... There's a possibility because he was on there last night. Other than that, if there's nothing on there from last night, then there's nothing on there that porn-wise. Because you've deleted it at all? Is that what you're telling me? Negative, because I don't put any of that on there. The detectives want to know how long he's been 
chatting online. He says, not that long. And then they want to know about this other 13-year-old. Now, they've been through the transcripts. They know what they're asking here. But they don't let on to Rob Klein. So it's the first time you met a 13-year-old online and come to have sex with her? I guess you want to say it that way. Is this the first time you've met somebody online and come all the way from Toledo to meet him? Uh, no, sir. I have a, another 13-year-old friend in uh, Cleveland, but we really don't talk at all. You have another 13-year-old friend in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Have you been to her house to have sex with her? Negative. Have you ever been to her house? Negative. You know we're going to check, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and you know we're pretty good at what we're doing, right? Yes, sir. And the detectives want to know if he's actually committed any crimes in the past. In a very military-like response, he says, negative, sir. Have you ever been arrested before? Negative, sir. Have you ever been talked to or questioned about any type of sex crime? Negative, sir. Why did you choose Dark County to come do this? I don't know, sir. Well, got to be a reason. I mean, what what was it that set you off to believe minutes. that you wanted to come so down here and talk to this one in particular? Victor, four, zero, nine, zero. I don't know. Something to do since I was on my way. You are on your way where? I was on my way down here to meet with her. Uh-huh. Then I was either going to drive back up to Lima or Spencerville. But since I had already made plans to come down here today, I was going to just drive up there uh, later on tonight or tomorrow sometime. I plan on maybe just staying some. Were you expecting to spend the night with her? Negative. And he claims he wasn't really going to spend the night with her, but that's not the vibe I got when I was watching him stand at the bar after chatting in person with somebody he thought was a 13-year-old girl. He didn't look like he was in a rush. He wasn't saying, hey, wait a minute, we need to talk. I made a mistake. This is wrong. There was none of that when he stood anxiously at the bar, waiting for his cue to go upstairs. All that started when he tried to make up a big, fat, lying excuse as to why he shouldn't be held accountable. And when people ask me, what do these guys have in common? And I answer, they don't stand out of a crowd. That is exactly who Rob Klein is, or at least was. You come to meet a 13-year-old female and just sit around and hang out, right? How many hours does it take you to get here? Uh, Just about two. About two hours? Mm Mm-hmm. So what you're telling me, you drove two hours to come and sit and talk to a 13-year-old female. Didn't have anything to do with your chat last night. Didn't have anything to do with the fact that you wanted to have sex with her. Right, sir. You realize that we have all your logs and everything else, right? Mm-hmm. And you understand coming into the house, driving two hours from Toledo to get here, isn't looking good for you, right? I understand that, sir. Detectives are not impressed with Rob Klein's story. It just doesn't make sense that he would drive two hours to tell somebody he wasn't going to go there. It's not the first time we've heard 
a story like that. Rob Klein was prosecuted for trying to have sex with a minor, communicating online, and traveling to do so. Rob Klein and his lawyer decided to take the case to trial, thinking that, I suppose, Klein's baby face would be helpful in getting him off. It didn't work. He was convicted. He didn't spend a lot of time behind bars. He only got a month, which seemed kind of light to me, the detectives, in perverted justice. Many of the other Ohio predators got much more time behind bars. Some had previous records. But Klein did have to register as a sex offender. He did have to receive treatment. And as far as we can tell, he has not gotten into any serious trouble since that arrest. He lives in the Cincinnati area. I have a good phone number for Rob Klein, and I called it, left a message on his voicemail. He's not gotten back to me. I hope he does. I would sit down and talk to any one of the predators I've caught, because I truly just as I have done during the investigations, just as I do during the current investigations, want to know what is going on in their mind and why they show up. Because if you can better understand the mind of a predator, you can better protect people from becoming victims of predators. We'll see if Rob Klein gets back to me. A number of other predator interviews are in the works. And you will hear first, right here, on Predators I've Caught with Chris Hansen. The new Predator Investigations will be seen exclusively on my new crime streaming network, True Blue, which is premiering on Thanksgiving Day. You'll be able to hear more about that soon at watchtrueblue.com. And we're putting together a big social media campaign and publicity campaign about all that, too. And True Blue will have other investigative crime documentaries, many more than just the Predator ones, although those are clearly important. As you know, I like to hear from you. I encourage all of you to send me your questions. They don't have to be on an audio file. I'll I'll read your question and answer it, even if you just write it out in an email. But it is nice to actually hear listeners' voices. And this week's question comes from Andrew in Seattle. Hey, Chris. This is Andrew from Seattle. I'm attending journalism school and currently writing a paper about the public reception to the original TCAP run. I've been reading a lot of think pieces and newspaper magazine opinion essays written around that time from people criticizing and praising TCAP. And one criticism I see repeating in these pieces is that they claim that these investigations don't report the news, but rather create news. And I don't mean in a legal entrapment sense. I've heard you answer that question countless times over the years. I'm sure you disagree with their view, so I'm interested to hear why you think this criticism is incorrect, and what other criticisms thrown at you from all those years ago have been proven wrong as time has passed. Anyways, thanks for being an inspiration for me, and being one of the reasons I'm majoring in journalism. I really appreciate your work. Thank you, Andrew, and I appreciate your question. I vehemently disagree with people who say that we create the news with our predator investigations. Do we create the news when we infiltrate a brothel in Svepat, Cambodia, 
when we pose as sex tourists to get inside to show what happens and then partner with a NGO to rescue 37 girls? Did the Chicago Tribune many years ago create the news when it rented a bar and recorded how many shakedowns and bribes were demanded to expose corruption? These investigative endeavors go back for decades in print, in radio, and in television. I am very proud of my 40-year body of work, including the predator investigations. And yes, I've been criticized. And that's fine. That's healthy. But it's enterprise reporting at the end of the day that raises awareness and created a dialogue and continues to create a dialogue that needs to exist. Yes, it's edgy. Yes, it can be dangerous. Yes, it outs people trying to rape children. But I think we do it in a responsible way and an important way. If you ask me, did I think we'd be doing this 18 years after the very first predator investigation? No. But I never thought that the problem was so widespread and so vexing to cure. So we're going to keep going using these techniques in the predator investigations that you'll see soon on True Blue and on many other topics. In the meantime, you can reach me on Instagram, official Chris Hansen, Twitter, at Chris Hansen, TikTok, have a seat with Chris Hansen, Cameo, and right here at Chris at PredatorPodcast.com. And do me one other favor. Go to Apple Podcasts and give me a rating and a review. I'll be watching and listening.